0: Ari Rosenbaum here with another fun-filled episode of that 401k podcast. This week's topic, we're going to talk about, um, you know, how a financial advisor can start and grow their 401k advisory business. Uh, of course, first things first, those are our live events. Uh, September 10th, we are going to be in St. Louis at uh, Bush Stadium. Uh, special guest, uh, the mad Hungarian Al Raboski, also current uh, Cardinals broadcaster, and um, on May the twenty uh on September twenty-fourth, we will be in Minneapolis at Target Field, special guest, uh Twins Legend Tony Oliva. And on September 29th, we'll be at Planet Houston at Minute Maid Park, uh special guest, former Astros Manager, 1979 world champion Phil Garner. Go to that formercase.com for further information. Uh tentatively, we will be in Las Vegas on Friday, January. 22nd, 2022. Uh, Details hopefully about that shortly. Uh, Of course, go to that4ksite.com for further information. The Las Vegas event is going to be an interesting one because it's kind of going to run like a national event, but it's a local event, and it'll be at a weird, I wouldn't say weird kind of venue, but a different kind of venue, kind of a la Disney. Uh, We'll have details more on that. Um, So let's get to this week's topic. I want to say eight years ago, I wrote uh, eight or nine years ago, I wrote a, a really good. I thought it was a really good article about advisors, how they could grow their business, and um, it got you know a couple of publications. I might have been planned sponsor, one of those four hundred and one K publications took that article, um, shrunk it down a little bit, and and, and um, published it, and I got a lot of um, traction out of it in terms of people reading it, people reaching out to me, so. I thought about updating it. I always enjoyed these type of articles, but you know you're looking back, um, you know a lot of the articles don't age well. Um, a lot of them do. The TPA articles about the payroll providers always age well. I'll get uh, sometimes I'll have I uh, just had this week somebody who's a consultant for one of the big uh, you know platforms reached out and sent me a 2011 article. You have anything new about this? And I'm like, well, here's the all the articles of the last 10 years that I've done over it. Uh, and, um, you know, this article that I did about financial advisors growing their business doesn't age well in the sense that I make mention of plan providers that can help people out. And, you know, I, I used to do these shout-outs. I do less shout-outs, you know, uh, because most of the time these shout-outs really went nowhere, you know, uh, didn't really translate into anything in terms of, you know, some type of help for them, help for me. So, you know, I I thought it was kind of time to update the article and, and do a podcast of it. And, you know, my, you know, I would have to say that, you know, obviously one of the great thrills of, you know, having my own practice was that 401k conference. Um less so the 4K National Conference at Disney, but that's what happens when you have a conference uh, set up uh, right when a pandemic is breaking. But I you know to have you know an Andre Dawson at an event or a, a Dwight Gooden or you know uh, Wade Boggs, I mean those are fun things uh, but next to holding these events uh, probably my greatest thrill is is you know um, helping, uh advisors out. Um and that's when I was at Myreswazi. That's how I since I knew I couldn't depend on the law firm partners to help build my practice, I knew that I had to help advisors out. Through content, through, you know, free advice or emails and, and, and helping advisors out with their clients. Uh you help people out, you usually get it back. Uh in referrals and interest. And I, I think that, you know, uh, I'm not exactly a people person. I don't think anybody will ever say that I'm a people person, but you know, I enjoy helping people out, um, because it's all about developing relationships in the time plan business. And, you know, I just want to pay it forward. I think when you help people out, it, it comes back to you most of the time, very nicely. Um, you, i worked with hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of advisors, met them all throughout the years, and you could probably count on one hand the plan providers that took advantage of that help. Uh, and when I, when I mean took advantage of it, just were just... I'm not saying took advantage of the help where they used the help. I'm saying took advantage of me um, and never, you know, were just pains with the rate of rent, as they say. Um you know, and the beauty of it is you can help an advisor five years ago and there's nothing, and then out of the blue, you know, here's something to help them with a the client matter that's a billable work and whatnot. And uh, when I was at myers everything was, you know, billing people by the hour. Um, when you have a flat fee practice like mine, you can talk to advisors and help advisors out and answer an email with a question, you know, provide an answer, uh, and then, you know, you don't have the need to just bill for everything so uh this is kind of a blueprint on how advisors can help grow their business and, and number one is i think advisors need to really develop their uh their their, their niche um you know uh, when you look at the uh, 1986 hit sledgehammer by peter gabriel um, you know peter gabriel says he could be anything you need uh, a former financial advisor can't be everything for everybody Uh, It just doesn't work out. Um, A a financial advisor can't really handle a plan that's a million dollars and then handle, in that very same practice, a billion dollars in assets. It doesn't really work that way. Uh, Advisor really has to determine what market they're in and what market they'll target. Um, And obviously, you know, if they're a registered investment advisor, you know, they have to determine, will they be a co-fiduciary, 321, 338, uh, and, you know, obviously with the new DOL fiduciary rule, if the advisor is a broker, obviously that's something to consider and, and, and be uh, cognizant, of, uh, cognizant of that there may be changes that will certainly probably uh, increase scrutiny under that new rule to make it tougher for brokers to be involved in the business without being a full-fledged fiduciary. Next on my hit list, obviously, uh, Advisor can attend uh, some of the four hundred and one k events out there, including that four hundred and one k conference. Uh, you know, national events. You know, Fi three hundred and sixty, Napa, uh, and of course, uh, Advisor Two X runs some really great uh, uh, programs and, and, and you know summits. Of course, uh, I have that four hundred and one k conference. It's a cheap plug. You know, we hold them major league stadiums and, uh, national football league stadiums, except for that Las Vegas one, uh, for a hundred bucks, uh, advisor to sit down, get five hours of content, lunch, stadium tour, and the meet and greet with a, uh, uh, you know, a uh, baseball or football great. We're running these events again. Like we said in September, you know, uh, St. Louis, Minneapolis, Houston, 2022, certainly Las Vegas, and a bunch of other cities, you know, uh, I have to figure out how many we're going to have. Probably do six. I don't think we're going to do nine like we did in 2019. Probably do six. I could see Seattle's certainly of an interest. Um, somewhere in the Midwest, maybe Cincinnati, Detroit, uh, Charlotte. is certainly a, a great city to have an event. Um, see what's going on with New Orleans and hopefully something in California again. Uh, We'll see what happens. Next, um, I think it's important that advisors surround themselves with smart 401k people. Um, You know, I always use the line from the movie, Back to School, my new danger character said, if you want to look thin, you need to uh, surround yourself with, uh, you know, fat people. And for 401k advisors with limited time plan experience, I think uh, it's smart for them to surround themselves with smart 401k people. Uh, you know, being a financial advisor is certainly difficult, and um, you know, advisors can't be expected to become retirement plan experts. However, there are too many advisors out there who don't have the knowledge and don't care to have that knowledge, which you know, certainly puts their clients at a disadvantage. Um, as a 401k advisor, they really need to augment their services, and they need to really show why the services uh, stand out and have value compared to the competition. And one of the best ways to do it is to rely on a risk attorneys, on TPAs. Um, you, know, I, you know, of course, using a TPA, you know, I always recommend using multiple. Um, and, you know, obviously using a TPA that, you know, advice could be a little biased here and there. Uh, that's why it's always important to talk to multiple people. I, um, you know, again, in my practice, I have... Uh, and Open Door Policies Advisors, and I will always assist advisors without an immediate bill due. So, uh, you know, your advisor, feel free to contact me, email, telephone, uh, telegraph, smoke signals, whatever uh, whatever way you can reach me. Um, as far as, you know, great resources out there, um, you know, PCS to me, Chad Azera in terms of TPAs that are helping advisors out, they're probably at the top of the list. Um, Census, Sentinel, um, obviously partnering up with uh, 338 Investment Advisors if you can't handle things on your own. Uh, you know, for, I mean, sorry, for advisors to uh, handle on their own. Talk to James Holland at Millennium, Lyle Himball at Granite Group. These are people that uh, certainly would help out. Uh, of course, a tremendous resource can certainly be a mutual fund company's DCIO rep. Uh, Bill Shores from Vesco—he's now the national DCIO rep. I don't think from his time at Oppenheimer and Vesco, I don't think you're going to find a, a friendlier person than Bill Shores. A helpful person, but there are quite a few DCI professionals out there like a Bill Shores uh, that would certainly help uh, you know advisors out. Of course, it's important that the advisor not rely on one plan provider. Like I said. Um, There isn't a a plant provider, you know, a TPA out there that's great for everything. So it's important to, you know, talk to multiples, you don't, uh, multiple TPAs. You don't want to have all, you know, advisors shouldn't have all their eggs in one basket. Um, You know, again, TPAs come in all shapes and sizes. They have their own strengths and weaknesses. And it's important that the retirement plans of the needs of the client outweigh the needs of the advisor. So uh, it's important to, uh have that uh, done correctly uh, and and gravitate towards multiple TPAs. Of course, developing an IPS is important. Um, Too many advisors are concentrated on uh, picking a mutual fund lineup, but um, quite honestly, the need for a financial advisor for ERISA 4C plan is is less about fund picking and more about assisting plan participants out um, through an education process and obviously helping the plan sponsor out through a fiduciary process. And one of the most important roles of the fiduciary process is the development of an IPS, that investment policy statement. Um, I, I think that, you know, uh, investment policy statements should all be about documenting the process and a process that follows uh, a prudent process uh, that will alleviate plan sponsors' liability on the rest of 44 c And, of course, open-door policy, you want to sample IPS, just give me a holler. Of course, I think it's important for, um, an advisor to find the right prospecting benchmarking tools, you know, fiduciary benchmarks, Brightscope, Larkspur, Judy Diamond, Plan Tools, FI360, whatever the advisor likes, that's a good resource the advisor should use. It's all about comfort level. It's, it's kind of like, um, you know, a golf club, in my opinion. That's how I see things. Um... And, uh, you know, check with, like I said, the DCIO reps. They could give you access maybe to it. Uh, always, again, uh, advisors can always ask for favors, but uh, don't take advantage of people. That's how I say Like I said, uh, hundreds and hundreds of advisors. I only felt that there were, you know, a couple advisors that took advantage of my goodwill. Um, and, and so when you get help, uh, be respectful of that help. Um, last but not least, I always think that, uh, people should, um, harness the power of social media. Um, uh, I think it's important. You know, the biggest mistake, like I said, when I made, when I saw my own practice, um, you know, I, I realized that working with, um, the partners, my firm were useless. I... Decided to go and, and work with advisors and, and pr- putting out content. And when I started my own practice, uh, a huge mistake was hiring a, a PR uh, advisor. He was old school, uh, was involved in the radio business, and, and many years later I just read a book uh, by a good friend of mine, John Arezzi, uh, dealing with the wrestling and radio business, and uh, he didn't like a guy um, – who was a radio general manager who we couldn't stand. And of course the person's name was the name of the PR advisor I hired. So I had a good chuckle. He was an, honestly the, the nice guy, this PR advisor, but he stressed the use of old time media, like newspapers and magazines to build up my practice. Uh, but you know what? Nobody really hires you because you're, you know, mentioned mentioned Long Island business news and, um, I ended up firing this advisor because um, you know I started my practice in, in you know April and then by July August it was not doing going very well and he said oh why don't you take some time off I'm like I got a mortgage to pay um, and so I fired him and um, I listened to Mike Alfred from Brightscope talk about social media and I picked up a copy of the New Rules of Marketing and PR uh, how to use social media blogs news releases online video and viral marketing to reach buyers discreetly by david meerman scott and that book um really opened my eyes about social media and uh you know writing articles like this uh blog posts linkedin twitter jd supra you know hosting that 401k conference these were the ways of building a practice um and it's funny um the advisor said, Oh, you know, uh, to get onto the wall street journal, that's going to take a lot of time and, uh, it takes experience and years and all that stuff. And within months of firing him, I'd written blog posts about ETFs and 401k plans. And I got, you know, mentioned in the wall street journal. Um, so, you know, I know advisors certainly have issues dealing with compliance, but I still think that social media is the way to go and a lot of advisors are very good at it. Um, and you'll certainly have a lot of advisors or not. I think the ones that are not, you can spot them out pretty quickly. Those are the people who link in with people and immediately want to sell them on their advisory services. And you know, when I'm a 401k attorney dealing with advisors around the country over the last 20 some odd years, uh, the last thing I want to be doing is being sold a, a bill of goods from an advisor that I don't know. You know, I handle my own investments, but if I wanted to hire an advisor to handle my own stuff, um, I would certainly hire somebody that I know and work with, like a Lyle Himball or James Holland or, or other advisors, uh, Andy Ingram. I mean, these are people I know for years and years. And these are people I trust. And if I wanted them to manage my money, I'm gonna pick somebody I know and trust, not somebody who I just met through, you know, a networking event or, or a LinkedIn message. So in conclusion, you know, building any type of business isn't easy, it's gonna take time. If advisors dedicated to their clients, dedicated to the role of 4K retirement plan advisors, they're gonna succeed as long as they show value in the services they provide. There's so many changes to the retirement plan marketplace over the years through law changes and consolidation, it may be the opportunity that these advisors need to exploit and build the 401k advisory service. So these are just the building blocks that you know, an advisor can use to help build their business. I hope you enjoyed this podcast and come back next week for that 401k podcast and go to that 401ksite.com for information on all my events. Thanks. Bye.